you overcome the fear of writing and publishing your book. I offer an online course called Believe You Can Write and I support you with one-on-one -on -one coaching. Get in touch with me if you need help and please share this podcast with a friend who you know needs to hear these messages and please review it and leave a comment on the platform you're listening to right now. And today I'm so excited to have Claudia Roth from the UK with me. Claudia is a quantum energy coach and the co-founder of Healing Summit, an event for visionary leaders in hospitality to bring change to how we do business. She facilitates retreats and offers change programs. She is a published author of the guided journal your 28 days to self-love and I am every woman, a collection of transformative life stories, which has grown into global movement for people to come together in sharing circles. Welcome dear Claudia. Thank you, Esther. It's a pleasure and honor being here <laughs> and to be talking to you today. So Claudia, Let's talk about your turning moments. You told me you have a lot, but we were talking about maybe one special. Yes, I think um, I would like to share a little story with the audience um, because that really was something which started to change my life. But obviously at the time I did not know. Um, my background is luxury hospitality. I was running a um, large um, business um, for Europe, um, Middle East and Africa. And my life was literally 24 seven, seven days a week, totally engaged with hotels all over the world with my team. I had about a hundred, just under hundred people working for me. So it was very intense um, environment and I was thriving on it. I really, really loved it. But then one day, um, again, I was um, traveling most days, actually. I found myself um, at the Ritz in Paris. Beautiful, I was allocated a beautiful room. It was a suite. I remember with this large um, king-sized um, bed and um, just a beautiful um, interior. And I, Again, I was working, I had meetings back to back and um, it was late and I realized I was so tired. I fell asleep. The next morning I woke up and I made my way um, into the bathroom. The bathroom had a window on the right hand side and you know, everything was marble, double sink with a huge mirror. And I was walking, as I was walking into the bathroom, I looked at the mirror and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was like, wow. Um, I found myself falling asleep on my then Blackberry, not an iPhone, it was a Blackberry then at that time. And the Blackberry left a mark on my right cheek. Oh. And I suddenly realized it was like I could, I still feel that sort of there was an energy coming into the, into the bathroom um, on that red side, disguised through a sense of sunshine, early morning. 
um, sunshine. And that sort of um, voice or whatever that was gave me to understand, told me, Claudia, the world outside has changed, but you haven't. And that thought just, just anchored in my consciousness. And I ignored it, of course, because I was late, you know, sort of like rushing for business meeting and another, another big or intense day. But that thought nagged and followed me for quite some time until I realized um, that things are not the way they should be. And that sort of like um, unease was knocking on my door more and more. As I said, I was flying and traveling all the time. And suddenly from one minute to another, I remember on a Friday night, I was boarding a plane from Frankfurt back to my home in London. And I was strapping myself in and getting ready for takeoff. And suddenly an, in an immense fear took over. I was suddenly frightened that thought of I'm having to leave the ground going up in the air and a intense fear of flying started to creep in, um, in this space of, yeah, questioning. And what was the fear about? Just wow. leaving, going by plane, but you were used to, to flying, so. That's exactly, Esther, I couldn't understand. I had never, ever any fear of flying. I remember I was sitting on planes and the, the, the plane was shaking and everybody was like getting really anxious and Claudia was sitting there and thinking, what's the problem? Um, so I, I did not know anything like, you know, fear of flying, I did not know. But it was um, a sign, only in hindsight, I understand, was knocking on my, on my consciousness saying, Claudia, um, remember that moment at the Ritz. Remember the world has changed. Remember it's time for you to change as well. And the more I ignored that knocking, the more intense the fear actually um, creeped into my life. How long did it take you to, to really listen to it? Oh, some years. Esther, I've been stubborn. Um, I, I didn't realize um, that I couldn't see a way out because my whole life. I was very determined. Um, it started even at the age of 15 to build an international career. Um, I achieved the, the image, the dream I always had. I achieved it and I couldn't see beyond that dream. It was everything I ever wanted. And how can you give something up which you which you wanted for something you don't even know what it is. Um, so that was a very uncomfortable space for me. My mind wouldn't allow me to go down. My mind made me stay in the awareness. You know this, you are good at the job. You quite like it. 
um, and the fear of flying, I just manage it. But it became so intense that I had to do something. Did you feel happy at that time? Um, I felt no. I um, I started to question um, life. I started to question everything actually. Um, but I was happy the moment I was able to do my job. That was a contradiction. There was there was no unhappiness with the job. There was there was a, a questioning of who am I um, came about very quietly disguised in different different forms and different ways. And where did you receive this sign, the final sign that you have to give up or? Oh, that that there were so many signs, but Claudia was so stubborn. Um, she ignored, she pushed signs away. Um, she couldn't see through um, her own illusions until another um, turning point in my life, actually. Um, and I was still working. I was still flying high. Um, and I say this fondly because that part of Claudia did not know anything better than working hard. So I don't want to be hard with her. It was part of, of, of what she knew best. But one day um, we actually, my company um, had an annual um, convention in New Delhi. And um, normally I would never mix holiday with pleasure. But on this occasion, I hadn't been to India and I decided um, it would be good to go on holiday afterwards. So um, with my husband, so I um, spoke to a colleague of mine client of mine actually we had lunch and uh, business review and after the business review i said um i would like to um spend two weeks on holiday in india i would like to see this 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 um didn't realize the immense you know the 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 the, the vastness of, of of the country so she, he um organized or he created an itinerary and on on that itinerary there was a stop um in pondicherry and I had never heard of Pondicherry. So I went back to my husband and I said, this is our itinerary. And my husband said, why are we going to Pondicherry? I said, I have no idea, but you know what? We are flexible, let's go to Pondicherry. Okay, um, we went to Pondicherry and um, my client had organized a meeting. And I thought, okay, I'm on holiday. But for me, you know, when you are in, in, in that career so you don't it's not you know because you're on holiday you don't work you just go and have the meeting so um i remember we had arrived in in, in pondicherry and the next morning the meeting uh, was scheduled for 10 o'clock in in that in that place so um claudia left um, with her necklace and you know getting herself in her business outfit and thinking okay um, luxury hotel. What am I selling here in terms of a luxury hotel? But anyway, I, I left it open. And then I went into this place and um, I was sitting there for a moment waiting for the person I had the meeting with. Uh, his name was Vijibai. And two, in, two big pictures of, of two, I can only say at the time, saints looked at me. I thought, hmm, very interesting, an office um, building with 
such a prominence of yeah sort of like saintly like people um in that in that picture anyway the gentleman came and um, we had a little bit of a chit chat as one does and then he said to me he asked me after a very few minutes only he asked me what is the purpose in your life and i thought oh oh oh, oh. Uh, i was like Ooh, i couldn't quite get my head around it because here i was selling luxury hotels and then i'm being asked what is the purpose of my life and i thought oh my god and for, it was sheer sheer desperation i didn't have an answer i said well i'm working hard and i'm paying taxes i mean it was and i knew that this answer was totally inappropriate but i just did not know what to say i was overwhelmed and i felt i needed to say something so when he asked me this um i suddenly realized that um i may not really understand who i am because if i don't even know what my purpose is other than working in a you know having a career in the context he was then exploring that question with me i knew that something deeper more profound um, is perhaps awaiting me so i um left the meeting and then i did some research and i realized um only later and um yeah real later i realized that i was actually speaking to the chairman of the sri aurobindo um, ashram so i wasn't at a business meeting i was actually meeting the gentleman who who runs an ashram in pondicherry and that sort of like the sheer um understanding that i was put there for that question to really hit me um was a major turning point in my life and what did you do when you oh then something uh, and then something else really interesting happened um i went back of course ignored everything as one as claudia does because it was again too overwhelming it's like oh my god this is too big of a question and she got back into her routine and she started to work again and um, try to forget it but obviously um, something in me wouldn't let me inverted commas forget me forget it so for whatever strange reason I was drawn to return to um, to India and um, the, the the ashram um, is affiliated um, if this is the right words with a spiritual community called Orobel um so it's a community about four five thousand people live there um and the um aim of the community is um human unity so um i decided that would be a cool idea to go there and um i had the idea of writing a book now don't ask me how this idea came or whatever i don't know anyway <laughs> <laughs> I um, I asked uh, somebody whether they could put um, a um, note in the newsletter. I wanted, now this is the interesting part, Esther, I wanted to have help with somebody who had a spiritual understanding, a spiritual insight, because I wanted to write a book merging 
business with with spirituality mm. realizing i did not know anything about spirituality but i knew a lot about business so um i thought okay that's okay you know get help for that part you don't know so um i um um an announcement um was made for me and a couple of people responded and um, one gentleman particularly responded he said i normally don't respond to these um messages but i feel called um to um respond and we continued um our dialogue and i said okay i'm coming um to um Oroville then then and it would be wonderful to meet you okay and then another story can i share it or should i should i let you talk <laughs> no 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 go ahead <laughs> so i arrived in pondicherry still in this sort of like luxury um space um obviously as you know from your time uh, from your experience india india is very different and um i took a taxi and i went to meet the man um who i had a dialogue with now what i didn't realize is that he lives in the deep forest of Oroville. <laughs> I did not have any idea about this man, nothing. Um, and the closer I got to the forest, the more anxiety I got because I mm. thought, my God, nobody knows where I am. Nobody, my husband, nobody so i arrived in the in the forest um and there was one house very clean over there i thought okay that must be the house obviously so i remember i was desperate i said to the driver you stay here no lunch stay here i was scared because i suddenly yeah. felt totally exposed so um i went to um i went to this house um in high heels with my pearl necklace, <laughs> white trouser, and it was monsoon. Now I'm surely um, that says it all. Um, I was just in a different in different world. So um, I knocked the door. I said to the gentleman. I called him VJ because there's no doorbell or anything like that. Um, so I called VJ. It's Claudia, and then the man opened. And I got really nervous, 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 because it was such a strange situation. Anyway, to cut a very long story short, he invited me in. Um, I was sitting on this balcony, beautiful view into nature. And he didn't ask me anything. We were just sitting quietly and it was very uncomfortable because obviously, you know, you are used to, when you don't know somebody, you chit chat and know he went into a deep presence. I felt really uncomfortable. And I realized that this is not just an ordinary conversation. And, you know, to again, to cut a long story short, what the key message he gave me, which changed my life was made me understand, or he asked me to look in the mirror and to see to ask me or to share what I was seeing, the person I was seeing there. And obviously I could only see the business Claudia, the person who um, made herself, you know, up to be respected, etc. 
and he allowed me to see that my self-image is actually that what yeah what needs to dissolve in order that for the true me to come through and that really set me off onto a journey this is so beautiful claudia wonderful how you tell your story love it we can go on for for hours i think so let's return to our audience if someone feels now um it knocks at her or his door when he or she is listening to your story what would you recommend to these people what i would recommend is is listen to the knocking on your on the door don't ignore it no matter what your mind tells you um don't ignore it be open for it be curious don't close the door mm. and it's so scary how did you cope with your fear what helped you that is another story <laughs> <laughs> yeah but what i realized is um that the fear was associated with me no longer feeling connected to myself um it was not to myself in the sense that i started um that process of um yeah inner change um and because i was up in the air so often i lost this the 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 relationship to actually to mother earth um so i i um again i uh, it's another story how i um what happened in that space mm. and nowadays how do you ground yourself claudia nowadays my life has totally changed i mean there is really actually nothing from the past um what because, is your morning ritual for example to uh, yeah what i do is um first thing is I have my hot water and then I go into my meditation room and then I meditate in silence for 20 minutes, minimum 20 minutes, sometimes longer, it depends, but 20 minutes is the minimum. And then what I do is um, I usually pull a card just to get a sense of what the theme of the day may be. Um, but most importantly, I anchor my awareness um, every morning in the teaching of A Course in Miracles, which I have been doing the second year. Um, and that is just an incredible, beautiful um, inner discovery. And afterwards, I, I soul journal. Mm -hmm. So um, I take the teaching, the wisdom of um, A Course in Miracles deeper into application in relation to my own um, life. And then I, I write, I write a lot. I, I write articles. I um, have a community where I share um, the ever emerging wisdom from that place of um, inner stillness. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. Is there something you would like to tell our audience just as um... a <clears throat> another guidance for their journeys or 
Yes, yes. I, I would, um, I, what I've learned is the power of the mind. The mind um, has its um, agenda. Um, it can be, it, it's, it, it's very important. The mind is important for, to exist in the day-to-day -day world. But the mind um, is to be observed when we are on a path of um, self-growth, of transformation. Um, it is um, a space of, um, it's a powerful place where we, where, um, it can keep us away from hearing the knock um, on our door. Um, so I would recommend uh, to actually always um, see life as an adventure beyond the noise of the mind and find moments in, in our days where we take some time out to you know ground ourselves or go for a walk or whatever. Only in stillness can grace touch us. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. So thank you so much, dear Claudia, for having been here today. Thank you, Esther, for doing what you do, giving, sharing of stories so that everybody can find their own journey um, through our own complexities. And they're different. And fear is certainly a topic which we all um, suffer from and we can all learn from. And thank you so much, dear listener, for helping to spread the word about this podcast and helping those who need to hear these messages. Have an amazing day. Talk to you.